Welcome. Season 2 of Stone Cold Gentleman is in full effect. This is your creator, Sean T. Sean Blaze, or whatever the world calls me today. I want, I kind of figure that, um, most of y'all are probably wondering, those that listen, why such a long wait when originally we had scheduled something in October? Well, I want to explain that. The reason why I decided to push this new episode all the way down to today was because we didn't have the right preparation. We was a starter podcast and we're still starting off. We successfully managed to get in like 12 good episodes in. Now, granted, we're not like all these other podcasts that have a big, huge following, you know, managed to get a lot of people to tune in, even though we do have a community page and an Instagram page. Um, we just haven't had the following yet. Now, granted, we haven't done enough um, promotion, and I put that on blame on myself, but it does not mean the dream was dead. Sometimes we had to take a break from what we was doing just to get new creations and new projects going. Now, I'm not going to say that this season will be even more better. I don't want to jinx my crew. I don't want to jinx my podcast on this because you never know what happens. Right now, I feel like I'm only concerned about what we're doing right now. What we're doing at this very moment. I want to give a shout out to all those that follow the Stone Cold Gentleman podcast on our Facebook community page. I know we have over close to 400 followers there, and I know we haven't put no material out, but granted, we are coming with some new shit. Promise you. Now, I want to do a brief recap of everything that we've done, because for what y'all may think, this may not be a a journey that is worth listening. It was something that was worth something to us. And the reason why I say it's worth something to us is because this is a project that's been brewing within us for over 20 some odd years, as I may have stated in one of the podcasts. But we just decided that's just to go with the flow. Just talk about anything and anything. As long as we just keeping it real with our people, keeping it real within ourselves, and just maintaining a fun environment. Now, we have seen a lot of things that happen, a lot of deaths, a lot of, um, shoot, relationships going down the drain, relationships forming again. Um, the reason why I'm saying this now, because we're in a, we're at a time where people are actually dying. You know what I'm saying? People are actually dying right in front of us. People that we not even expected to pass on at this early age. You would think that after the events of COVID, 
that we would find a way to better take care of ourselves, to live a long, normal, longer life. Yes, at times, even at funerals, when I say one must pass so the other may live, even though I may say that, it does not mean we have to pass right away. Even myself, and I'll keep it 100, I had ailments at one point. I high blood pressure. I've had a heart attack before and just other things. And that's just basically because I haven't really taken care of myself. I let stress overwhelm me. I worried a lot about things, trying to be the best that I can be, whether in my professional or personal life, you know, sometimes those things that we tend to worry about are be the main ones that kill us in the end. Like, how am I going to get the good girl? Or how am I going to get this job? Or how much money will I make? Or will it be good enough for me to live off of? Some of those things, although it may be 50%, maybe 40, 50% important in a sense, that's not going to keep you alive. You know what I'm saying? It's like your life expectancy, in which I'm learning, your life expectancy begins to dwindle real quick when you start worrying about certain shit like that. And you wonder why we have our headaches. You wonder why people are so many people are in a hospital or so many people are being sick or even dying. And that's only because we worry so much. I'm not going to say you or I, it's we. We as a whole worry about so much stuff some of the stuff that really doesn't mean anything to us but to the world we're so focused on what the world is doing to us or what we can do for the world that we're not even focusing on what we need to do for ourselves it took somebody that's close to me to get me to understand about self-care and knowing who you are and just having fun. Chris Rock said something in a joke that life is short. No, life is long based off the decisions you make. I get that now. Granted, life may be short in a more biblical, physiological term, but the decisions you make can make what considers short be a long long sentence depending on how severe the situation is you know like i said we worry so much about the stupidest things and uh and some of these things don't even pertain to us granted a place to stay a job money being well received yeah that's all fine and dandy but at the end of the day does it make you happy? Does it make you want to do the things that you want to do in life? And if so, and if not, why? Who are we really impressing when we try to obtain these things? See, a lot of us don't even try to impress ourselves or be proud of ourselves. It's like we end up in these positions or the relationships or jobs just so we can fit the status quo or even 
appease others. We make all the money. We get people that get in these jobs that make a whole lot of money. But you got some of those that make that money very unhappy. Why? Is money worth your insanity? Is money worth your sanity? Let's, let me say that. Is money worth your sanity? Is the more money you make, the more issues that you have, the more pain, the more problems that you have? They say more money, more problems. I get it. Did you have ideas that were fulfilling when you didn't have money as opposed to ideas when you had money? Because remember when back then when you was poor, when most of you were poor, and the ideas just started coming out because they were your, your, your dreams, your goals. Then when you had this, had the money, some of y'all who obtain great wealth and all, all of a sudden your ideas feel like they're not your ideas. They feel like they're being orchestrated to appease the world. And not you. But most of y'all won't even think about that because you're looking at it like this. I made this. I'm about to make some real money. Not a, there, where's the love? Where's the love of ideas? You know what I'm saying? Where is the love of ideas? Where is the compassion, the passion for doing something that you're doing it for you and not for the world? I suffer from this a lot too because for one, I always try to be what they say a people pleaser. And at times it affects my personal, my relationships, and just trying to be the the best I can in my job. Like at the job I am at now. Granted, I feel a little bit more alive than in any other job because I feel like I'm doing more. But on the flip side of things, I'm beginning to feel like I got to push, push real hard just to get to where I need to be, to get to the top echelon, to be with the big people. Granted, I am cool with the vice president. I'm even cool with my supervisor to the point where I even had their names and numbers on my cell phone. I may joke around with them, but at the same time, am I, you have most people who are kind of brown nosing it just so they can get to that top level. To me, I feel like if you're doing something that you really love and you're not thinking about the money, you're not thinking about who you're trying to impress, the shit will come to you because they see the love. Most people will know the difference between somebody that's just actually doing it just to get a goal, just to get a check, or somebody that's doing it because they want to do this. You know, and I believe the ones that do it because they want to get it will flourish more than those who just get a check. Because once they get a check, then that's it. They won't know what to do with themselves. When you're doing it for the love of something, you won't even realize the check is there. Granted, the check is is going to come to you, but you're not going to notice because you're doing it. You're doing it because it's in your soul. That's something that you're meant to do. That's something that you've been meaning to do for the longest of time. I can go on and on for days about the things that I've went through or even things that you've gone through in your life 
where you feel like you weren't doing this for you. You was doing it for others. Don't you ever get tired of that? Don't you ever feel like you're not doing enough for yourself? People try so hard and even I try my damnness to make sure that I'm seen, that I have the attention and even just to be loved. You see what I'm saying? I've done it for years. And as much as I try to, you know, get over that and realize that I'm a I'm a special cat. There's days when I stumble. My co-hosts, shout out to Dre, uh, Seven, Larry, Roland. You know, they're the prime examples of people who don't give a damn about what others may feel. They do it because it's in their soul. Me, I'm getting to the point where I'm doing it for my soul. And it's kind of hard because I feel like I'm I'm a rookie at this game. I'm a rookie at this game called life. But I'm here to tell you, it's something else. Your self-worth. You got to understand who you are. You got to understand what you're worth. And I'm not talking about monetary things, but... You know, your own personal ideas, your own personal being. Do you feel like you're worth the things that you obtain or do you feel like you deserve better? Granted, we all get to a place where we settle for something that's comfortable to us. You know, um, and just because, and that's nothing wrong with being comfortable, but the comp, once you get out your comfort zone, which I'm beginning to learn, once you get out your comfort zone, is a whole new world out there. It's whole new experiences. There's a brand new cliff that you may want to jump, but you don't, but when you're in your comfort zone, you don't want to jump out that cliff because you see how how far or how deep the ground is, but you're not seeing the journey that comes with it. You know what I'm saying? Um, even in relationships, you want people to understand, you want your mate to understand who you are as a person and what they're worth to you. But sometimes even with that, it requires a lot of, of conversation and requires understanding who that person is. A lot of people are so quick to leave before even finding out the who, war, what, or how a person is. Granted, everybody has a red flag. You can't tell me there's not one person in this world that does not have a red flag. Even your perfect person has a red flag. It's just a matter of which red flags y'all willing to keep and which red flags y'all willing to throw away. A lot of y'all have these 
issues where, you know, I'm going to stay with this person because he's safe. I'm going to stay because he has his money or I'm going to stay because I know he's going to protect me and all that. You got all of that. But where is the part where you feel the emotional aspect of the other of your situation? How many times have you have you heard somebody say? I do this because he does all this for me, but it's rare at times he you you don't hear about the he do this because he makes me feel like I'm somebody or he makes me feel or he or she makes me feel love. And in all honesty, you don't really need anybody to make you feel love. The only person that you need is yourself when it comes to that love. When you love yourself, when you like yourself, let's say that when you love and like yourself, that's a beautiful combination because the glow will come out and people will see it and people will gravitate towards you. You know, and there's a lot of people out here that do not understand why, you know, they're this way or why nobody likes them or why they're not a good catch or just sexy. Everything is in the mind. My friend tells me everything you do is within your mind. Sometimes you gotta, you have to feel it. You just can't say it. You have to feel it. You gotta feel that fire within you to make you understand that who you are, what you are, and what you bring to the table. Because we got so many people that ask what you bring to the table and they barely bring shit to the table. They just want to see how much you want to bring to the table so they can add on what they have. Most people that ask you what brings you what, what you bring to the table barely have anything on the table. They want to see if you have more than them so that the majority of the table is you is theirs. So you don't have much to take care of. A lot of people deep sleep on people that do not fit, quote unquote, fit their criteria, not realizing they may have may be able to add something to your criteria. Were we placed on this world to learn from each other, but also learn for ourselves? How many times are we going to dismiss that person because of what they are? who they are and what they maintain, what they maintain. Okay. Granted, we may have some exceptions, though, those bad apples or those criminal minded, but even with them, aren't we all trying to get help? Trying to be heard. Does crime really exist within a person because of our, of a need to be heard or need to obtain something that has not been within their grasp? When are we going to ever take the time to just step in a motherfucker's shoes, see what they see? We're so busy, quick to judge everybody. We're quick to listen to everybody else 
without following our own personal thought. We're not going to ask that person, oh, what he do, because we're too busy listening to what our friends or peers say about that person. So instead of us asking for ourselves, we're going to listen to others. Maybe you, when you ask these people why they do, they do, you may get a whole different aspect of what they're thinking. And then comes another point when you start defending that person that you feel is belittled, then you sometimes your friends may think, oh, you ops or whatever the fuck that is and shit. And I'd say to that, who cares? Because at the end of the day, it's your mind. You do what you want to do. Nobody really cares whether or not you go this way or you go that way. And the only reason why I say that is because people are too busy doing their own thing, worrying about their life to even give a consideration of what you're doing because they're already doing what they need to do. Most of them are not going to stop and tend to what you need or tend to what you want or even lend an ear because they're too busy doing their own little thing. They're too busy making their steps. And somehow we just got to learn how to adapt to what we are, understand who we are and know who we are. We got to be able to, you know, feel free. Be able to not feel bad about what you say or what you do. And it's hard. Trust, it's hard. Because deep down you want to say what the hell you want to say, but you don't want others to feel that way. You don't want the backlash. And that backlash can be brutal. Trust me, I know. I'm a sensitive cat. I'm going to keep it 100. I'm a sensitive cat. And all that, I have my sarcasm. I'm a smart mouth, smart ass, but it's all, they're all basically a shield to protect me. And each day, as I get older and each minute or second or hour that goes by, I'm learning as I go along. Sometimes who I deal with, you know, I feel like, a little kindergarten and it's not such in a bad way. It's because like I'm relearning stuff. It's amazing what you, uh, what you can find out when you're around somebody that knows a little bit more than you. And there's nothing wrong with that. Sometimes when you're around people that do more or know more or even be more to you, it shouldn't be a hindrance to you. It should be either a pick me up or a boost so you can learn as well. So maybe you want to match up. You want to learn what they learn. And it's nothing wrong with asking that, asking that. But I think we just got to stop comparing apples and oranges and all that shit. Cause at the end of the day, they both get eaten. They go serve its purpose. 
Now, I'm up here rambling on because it's our new season, but I want y'all to understand, one, you know, it takes the time and preparation to get this new episode going. And sometimes I don't want to put in just all right. Topic of the day is bam. Let me just speak out the dome. Matter of fact, this is that's what's going to be the title of this new episode. Speaking from the dome. Again, this is Sean T. Sean Blaze, whatever you want to call me. Season two, episode number one. Speaking from the dome. This is SCG. Special shout out to all my my fellas. Larry Reed, Roland Faison, Andre Latson, Seven, Seven Mirrors, who will be on here real soon. Trust me. And hopefully we'll have some guests going on. We're going to do big things. We're going to make it a little bit more exciting. We're also going to attempt to do a live on both Instagram and on a Facebook live. I was going to do the Facebook live, but I decided let me go do an audio version first. As we get everything together, we're going to make this more, more well-known. We're going to be able to try to understand each other as well as you. So please give us topics, give us questions. Shoot. We would love to hear from you. We love to um, understand your position on things. Now, this is, you know, the final say for this episode. I want to thank you all for giving the time, chance to listen to this. SCG, Stone Cold Gentlemen, we are back in full effect. And peace out. <laughs>